0: What does Motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of Motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at slash socks This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child are number one New York Times bestselling authors who maintain an enthusiastic following, but they've recently dedicated themselves to writing their famed Pentagrass novels as quick-witted, standalone thrillers that serve as the perfect introduction to the legendary detective for first-time readers, while maintaining the appeal for longtime fans. The series has been called, quote, consistently exciting and never predictable by the Associated Press, and the Washington Post raves about Preston and Child, there's nothing else like them. Agent Pentegrast and junior agent Moon return in their new book, Crooked River, where they must race to uncover the mystery of several blue shoe clad severed feet found floating in the Atlantic. The thrillers of Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child stand head and shoulders above their rivals. Preston and Child's relic in the cabinet of curiosities were chosen by readers in a poll as being among the 100 greatest thrillers ever written. And Relic was made into a number one box office hit movies. They are co-authors of the famed Pendergrass series. And their recent novels include Verses for the Dead, City of Endless Night, The Obsidian Chamber, and Blue Labyrinth. In addition to his novels and nonfiction works, such as The Lost City of the Monkey God, Preston writes about archaeology for The New Yorker and National Geographic magazines. Lincoln Child is a Florida resident, former book editor, who has published seven novels of his own, including such bestsellers as Full Wolf Moon and Deep Storm. And you can sign up for The Pendergrass File, a monthly, strangely entertaining newsletter from the authors at their website, PrestonChild.com. And you can also connect with them on their Facebook page as well. Happy to have Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child back on this program. Gentlemen, welcome.
1: Thank Thank you, Steve. Steve. Good to be here.
0: So where did the idea for Crooked River come from?
1: Well, it actually came from a true story. Uh, Some of your listeners might have might might be familiar with this uh in the past 10 years uh, 20 feet uh clad in running shoes severed feet have washed up on the beaches of British Columbia and also in Seattle and Tacoma Washington and it's a story that I've been following that I've been following for a while and really fascinated with it that they've never really solved this mystery uh some of these people might have been suicides um uh, perhaps drowning victims and so forth, but um, and some might even be the product of a serial killer who hasn't been caught or identified yet. But I, I read this story, and it suddenly occurred to me this would make an excellent first chapter of a thriller novel. So I called up Link, and we brainstormed it, and we decided to set the scene uh, on Captiva Island, which is one of the most beautiful islands off the Gulf coast of Florida and you know we have these severed feet clad in kind of turquoise colored shoes washing up on the beach and of course there's tremendous consternation among the tourists and the locals and the police get involved and Pentegast is called in. But after we got this whole chapter lined up and and outlined, Link said, Well, okay, but well, what happens next? And I mean, the fact is we had no idea because, you know, it was a big journey from an idea to a plot. And so we were really stymied because we had to figure out, you know, whose feet are these? Where did they come from? Why were they severed? Uh, What's going on? You know, and it has to be realistic. It can't just be aliens or something like that. But then Lincoln came up with an amazing solution. So I'll, I'll turn it over to Link to talk about that.
2: Thank you. Uh, well, Steve, as Doug pointed out, you know, we, we had the, uh, the back story of the feet and uh, a, a great location from a reader's perspective. But, you know, um, we realize that one problem we always have is our readers, who are very shrewd uh, and perspicacious, um, often figure out who the bad guy is very early on and love to tell us about it and you know it's it's understandable because there's only about five or six main characters in an ensemble cast who can be the real killer or the bad guy and it's pretty hard to h- hide that person although we've tried in many ways so we decided rather than try and hide the person although we wouldn't stop doing that we would really concentrate on hiding the motive um... because the motive could be anything and um, so, what what made the book work for us was the fact that we had a great setting, in our opinion, and we also had a motive that was just diabolical, and involved a medical condition. I, I won't say any more than that. So new that doctors didn't have a name for it recently, but fit perfectly into uh, the storyline. And lastly. We had a location for the feet because, of course, the first question people are going to ask after getting over there discussed um, uh, is, where do these feet come from? And, you know, we had to have an unusual place. Um, And we came up with that, too. I came up with the place, and Doug, poor fellow, was tasked with finding a scientific explanation for it, which he did.
0: Chatting with Preston and Child, number one New York Times bestselling authors, Douglas Preston, Lincoln Child, their new book, a Pendergast novel, is called Crooked Riverite. You brought up the setting a few times, so why Captiva? Well,
1: uh,
2: Captiva because um, uh, the, the irony of the fact that Sanibel and Captiva Islands are, um, are really two of the most beautiful islands in the world, uh, certainly in America, and they're famous for the number of shells that wash up on them. I remember visiting that place about 10 years ago, right after a storm, and just being overwhelmed by how many beautiful shells. We're not talking about broken scallop shells or pieces of mussels or, you know, uh, crab legs covered with seaweed, but beautiful whelks and, you know, um, and, you know, within days we had a hundred, you know, of, of these things, and we had to t- toss them back. It's just because of the geographical um, anomaly of the way it sticks out like a net into the Gulf of Mexico, it um, uh, it catches these things. And so it seemed uh, the logical place, although uh, the ironic place, for something else to wash up. Uh, so when Douglas the feet defeat, uh, Sanibel and Captiva seemed... Not only a likely spot where such a thing would happen, but it seemed a great location to set a novel in. Beings is a beautiful and interesting spot.
0: Chatting with Douglas Preston, Lincoln Child, here on Speaking of Writers. Uh, Their new book is Crooked River, a Pendergast novel. Agent Pendergast. I mentioned earlier this is a standalone, so perfect introduction for first-time readers. How did you two create Agent Pendergast?
1: Well, that's a good question. It's a little bit mysterious how he came to be. I can kind of tell you the circumstances. Um, We were writing our first book, Relic. That was the book that was made into that movie by Paramount Pictures, uh, The Relic. And I'd I'd written the first chapter, which had two cops in it. One was a detective of Irish-American background. Another was an Italian-American. They're both kind of rough, working-class guys, you know, with a heart of gold and all that. And Lincoln, I sent the chapter to Lincoln, and he, he called me up and he said, well, this is really great, but these two characters you've got here are pretty much the same character. I think they ought to be folded together, and then I think we ought to come up with a truly unique detective. And by this time, I was extremely irritated <laughs> at Lincoln, so because I didn't, you know, I wasn't used to getting criticism, so... I said very sarcastically, oh, like, what we need is an albino from New Orleans. And Lincoln said, no, that is something maybe we could work with. Uh, And we started talking, and Pendergast, this character, just sort of emerged from the conversation. He's not albino. He's just very pale, light, you know, very almost light blonde hair, tall, chiseled. Um, with feline movements, uh, wearing a black suit, you know, he's sort of a man out of time. He's a he's a man from the old South, but in New York City or in Florida, really out of place, uh, fish out of water. So, anyway, that's that's sort of how he was created. It was kind of a uh, came out of both of our heads, like Athena from the forehead of Zeus. <laughs>
0: Lincoln, in, in what way is this book that you guys wrote different from the book you set out to write, if any?
2: Well, we didn't plan to write a second book in Florida. Uh, the prior, prior book, Versus for the Dead, um, was, was set here also. Um, and again, just like our earlier book, Life with Crows, we took advantage of having him in a location way outside his comfort zone, um, but in this case being much more... Uh, attractive setting than Medicine Creek, Kansas, uh, in ma- in many ways. But you know, we had such a um, we found such a uh, a harmonious relationship, a real synchronicity with him and his junior partner, Cole Boone, that we felt one at least one more book with with the two of them um, uh, seemed appropriate and. Um, You know, over the course of the book, not a lot changed except for the fact that um, we really enjoyed getting into the characters of the head of certain characters, secondary characters, like for example, the police chief of the fictional police chief of Sanibel Island, who's a major character. And just on this tour alone, we were thanked by uh, some members of law enforcement for making uh, police. Um, three-dimensional, and not always a bully or two-dimensional or, you know, donut munching or whatever it might be, you know, but to give them real, you know, uh, flesh them out. And so he became a character in a larger way than we expected, and we we had no idea of how the book was going to end. I mean, it's got an ending uh that rivals our book, Blue Labyrinth, for um, mayhem and uh, we're very pleased with it, but we, we had no idea it was coming when we, when we started discussing the opening chapters.
0: They are Preston and Child, Douglas Preston, Lincoln Child. The book is Crooked River, a Pendergast novel, and you can connect also uh, with uh, Preston and Child. They've got a monthly strangely entertaining newsletter uh, at their website, PrestonChild.com, and you can connect with them on Facebook, too. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me.
1: Thank you, Thank
0: you, Steve. And this is Speaking of Writers, and that is Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.